Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and you got it, ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a success. Ladies, I trust that you had a great weekend and that you are ready to be productive this week. Our theme for the month of July is five things every businesswoman should be thinking about in July, right? Here we are midway point as we are downward going for the rest of this year and closing out this year, right? We're at midway point, and it is going to be December before we know it. And so it is so important to do one very important thing, and that is you need to become a master, a queen of proactivity. That means doing things ahead of time. That is going to be so very, very important as we move forward in generating revenue for our businesses, right? And so, again, I'll be reminding you later today, I'll be reminding you uh, of some things that you need to be thinking about midway through this year um, and that you need to be focusing on so that you can see better results in your business. I'll also be going ahead and sharing the second thing that I think is most important that you need to be focusing on for the month of July. So, so very excited about that. Of course, in our lineup, I'll be giving you the five questions of business leadership. This is most important for those of you that are new to the show. First, I want to welcome you, and, and I want to share with you that the five questions of business leadership is something that I read every single Monday. It is questions that are going to help you to hone in as the business owner, as the CEO of your business. It's going to help you to become that better leader leader and know what you need to be focusing on. So it's important that as you hear these questions, that you not just listen at them and say, oh, those are good questions. It's important that you actually take action on them, not only answer the questions, but look at what you need to implement in order for you to be able to get the full benefit of the questions themselves. Okay. Uh, I am so glad that you guys are here with me today. And again, for those of you that are still tuning in and getting settled, it is is me, Trina Newby, your business success coach, and you are on Successful Woman Radio, live, on the air. Very, very excited that you are here. Also want to remind all of you that if you have not gotten your copy of the book, Success is Easy by Debbie Allen, this is indeed the book that we have been reading Uh, in the book club last month, uh, the month of June, and this month for the month of July. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and make sure you have your copy. It is definitely a book that I recommend that you put 
in your success library. Today we're going to be reading As for What Others Won't. Ooh, and and you are going to really, really like that. Again, As for What Others Won't is what we will be reading uh, the excerpt for from the book, Success is Easy. So very excited uh, about that and sharing with you on that uh, on that book. I, I keep going to different sections of the book and reading them over and over. I want, I want those words to just sink in. Um, this is such a good book, all about success. And, you know, I looked at it and I thought, you know, I am in the process of writing some things, but I love the way Debbie is really putting it in the book. You can tell from everything that she writes, you can definitely tell that this woman has experienced some things and that she's been there, done that, and she is bearing it all. She's sharing with you and telling you really what it is that you need to be looking at in order to achieve success. So again, I highly recommend that you get yourself a copy of Success is Easy by Debbie Allen and that you follow along with us as we pull different excerpts from the book. Um, For those of you that are new, again, I want to welcome you. Uh, Successful Woman Radio is all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that you desire. And And that's what it's about, right? None of us should be in business not to make money. We're in business to make money. And yes, some of us have nonprofit organizations, but even in a nonprofit organization, your business should be to generate an income from your nonprofit, right? You can't just sit there and run your nonprofit and not have an income to live off of, and your nonprofit needs money to run off of as well. We call that donations, right? Uh, and so it's so very, very important that we all have our minds focused on the right Things. And so that is why I chose the topic, five things every businesswoman should be thinking about in July. Now, I mentioned last week that I'm not going to give you all five things at once. So last Monday, which was the first Monday in July, we talked about the first thing, which was to take an assessment of your business, to evaluate your business. And so if you didn't listen to that particular broadcast, if you weren't live with us, then make sure you go um, on your iTunes player and listen. Um, You can um, basically, in your podcast app, just go look for Successful Woman Radio, and it will be there. And then, of course, if you have an Android, uh, you can then pull up Stitcher, S-T-I-T, C-H-E-R, that's an app. You can download it and then look up Successful Woman Radio. Also, you can conveniently go um, on these uh, Women About Biz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net website, click on podcast, and it's there for you as well. All of these ways to listen, you can conveniently listen from all of your smart devices. So definitely make sure you tune in every Monday at 12 noon, and if you can't, make sure you go back and listen to the previous broadcast. Um, I want to remind everyone that as you are uh, participating in social media, participating on Facebook, participating on LinkedIn, I want to remind you that you don't have to participate in every single social media 
platform that there is. I've had a lot of people recently share with me how overwhelmed they are with social media, and they're feeling like they're doing social media all day long. And so, again, I want to remind you that you only need to be for business. You should be participating in the platforms where your customers hang out. And then if it's a lot of platforms, I would suggest that you hang out in two of those platforms, very, very important. Uh, for example, I know at Women About Biz, we hang out on Facebook and LinkedIn. Those are pretty much the two. And then, of course, we, uh, through Facebook, we are able to keep up with our posts on Instagram. And, you know, even I am working hard to improve on the consistency of the social media. You know, it is very challenging, right? when you are a solo entrepreneur, but this is why it is so important that you understand that while you are the only one owning your business, you shouldn't be the only one running your business, right? You really need to develop that power team of individuals. And so as we talk about this month, the things that are important that we need to be focusing on. Social media is definitely a, a one of those things, but I wanted to just quickly bring that up because so many people are talking about how they are overwhelmed with social media. But, you know, the, the big thing that I have learned about social media is that um, in addition to posting on social media, it is becoming more apparently important that you also engage on social media. Yes, you need to take, you know, 30 minutes out of your day or your virtual assistant needs to take some time and go and like a lot of different relevant posts that are sim that are relevant to yours, you know, other business posts and ideas and quotes. Um, and you, you need to make sure that you are posting yourself consistently uh, two to three times a day. If you are uh, using an organic business model, that means that you're not advertising and you are uh, trying to grab the attention of all of those different people who are in the news feeds, then you will have to post two to three times a day, right? If you are advertising, meaning you are spending your cash dollars in advertising and targeting specific markets, then posting one time a day is just fine. But again, most, most small business owners have yet to set marketing budgets for advertising, and so many of you are still organically marketing your businesses. And so because of that, yes, you do actually have to post two to three times a day uh, in order to make sure that you are capturing the attention of the different ways of people uh, looking at the news feeds uh, on the various social media platforms, okay? So whoever uh, saw your post at 9 a.m., uh, they, they are definitely not going to see your post come 12 noon or 1 p.m. or 3 p.m., right? And so, again, this is why, again, if you are organically marketing, that means that you're not uh, paying for advertisement, but you are utilizing different method methodologies in attracting people to what you have, dropping links in your post, engaging, asking questions, that type of thing. If you are doing that, then the experts are saying that you need to do it two to three time and times a day. And so this is where a, a virtual assistant is definitely going to be needed, um, or this is where you've got to get organized and go ahead and plan your social media calendar for the month, right? Um, because it's so 
I, I think it's so important for you to understand that you're not going to get results. You're not going to grab the attention and draw people to what you have just by posting on a, you know, one time on a Monday and then Friday comes and you're posting maybe one time on a Friday. That's not going to work. People don't function that way. People have so many things being exposed to them every single hour. And so, therefore, you need to make sure that you are absolutely posting on a consistent level two to three times a day, okay? And I've, I've talked with some experts about this. I've really been wanting to have a deeper understanding of the algorithms and how social media is working. And I, one of the experts that I talked with said to me that, listen, I've got clients that we're posting for up to seven times a day. And I said, well, are you getting results? And he says, yes, I'm, we're getting results for the clients. Um, what we're what we're realizing is the algorithms, you know, they are they are checking the post and um, looking at how often you are posting, and they're looking at how often you're engaging with other other relevant posts that are relevant to what you do. They're why the algorithms are in tune with that. Right, and so again, that is how a lot of your posts are able to rise to the top. You know, be showing to more people how more people are then inviting you to be their friends, and how you are connecting with people. So again, the consistency—that word—is very, very key when it comes to social media. So I thought I would drop that nugget for you guys. Make sure you guys understand that importance the things that you need to be doing. I want to go ahead right now, and I want to move to uh, the five things, the five questions of business leadership, okay? Five questions of business leadership. Go ahead and get your notepad out. For those of you that are new, you're definitely going to want to take this, right? Very important. Five questions of business leadership. Here's number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness. I want to stop right here and talk about this a little bit. This is something that's very, very important. You guys need to understand how important this, this, this particular question is. You need to really ponder and think about it, right? Ask yourself, have you prepared your mindset for greatness? What beliefs and habits do you need in order to support your vision and your goals? What about morning personal development? right? What are the goals that you have set for yourself this month that is going to require you to hone in and strengthen some skill that you need to have, whether it's speaking or time management or being more consistent or not procrastinating? What skill is it that you need to be working on this month? And then have you created customized affirmations for yourself that you can write on uh, three by five postcards and uh, continuously say to yourself over and over things that help you to really gain inspiration from your own self? Have you done that? Listen, 
Preparing your mindset for greatness is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself. This is something that must be done daily. And I might add, sometimes when you're going through things, when challenges appear and um, you're having a day that, that keeps trying to drag you under, sometimes preparing your mindset for greatness can be an hourly thing. It can be something that you're doing at the top of every hour to combat right? Yeah, to fight, to fight those challenges that are trying to drag you in a different direction. And so you need to understand that if you want to generate income, if you want to make some money, if you want to be successful in your business, hands down, this is something that is not just an option for you. You must get in the habit of giving yourself some time every morning, preferably, to prepare your mind for greatness, to prepare your mind, because trust me, you are going to be exposed to a lot of different things throughout your day, right? You're going to be, and especially if you're working a nine-to-five, you're, you're going to be exposed to so much more. And for those of us who work from home, you know, we can control our environment. That's an incredible benefit, being able to control our environment and actually what goes into our mindset. But what you need to understand is that it doesn't matter whether you're at home working a full-time job. It doesn't matter. You need to realize that there are going to be hundreds of pieces of information crossing your mind. And if you are not guarded, if you don't already have in your mind what it is that is important for you, what you want to focus on, if you haven't prepared your mindset for greatness by feeding yourself with positivity, with um, things that are going to enhance uh, who you are and what you believe in, then I can tell you what, something else will Yes, yes, ma'am, something else will. And so preparing your mindset for greatness is important. It is mandatory. It is something that you should be doing anyway. So you need to get this locked in on your schedule to go ahead and prepare your mindset for greatness. That's very key. And then, yes, it does require you, if you say, well, I don't have the time, well, wake up an hour early, okay? But find the time. Find the time. This is so very, very important. Here's number two in the five questions of business leadership. Are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? Wow. Yes, we have beliefs that work against us. We have beliefs that take us down a destructive path. We have beliefs that take us down the wrong path, beliefs that create uh, poor habits. Yes, we do. And so you have to work hard with knowing what beliefs do I need to have in place in order for me um, to accomplish my dreams and goals. What are those actual beliefs? Here's number three. What do I want to accomplish by this Friday, right? And so this is where you are taking your larger goals and you are, you are um, you know, creating smaller uh, smaller sub-goals from them, and you're bringing the goals closer into you because you're wanting to look at what you need to accomplish, you know, in the next five days. 
by this Friday, right? Or you can have it by this Saturday, whatever you choose, but you want to know what it is that you want to have done by the weekend. And that requires you to focus, focus really hard on three very, very important things. So in addition to some other goals that you may need to have for your business, these three things you need to be focusing on for sure, okay? And that is marketing, right? Because marketing is what? A system of attracting others to what you have to offer using a lot of different techniques and methods. And then you need to look at and have a goal of generating leads, right? Because your marketing is supposed to be attracting people so that they are either clicking on a link or they are filling in a form for a compelling offer that you're giving them. So you, you've got to keep your mind focused on how many leads am I bringing in? And then lastly, you want to be focused on your sales goals, right? Because you have to not only be bringing in the leads, but you also have to be closing the sales with those leads. So you have to be clear on what is the product that I'm trying to sell or what is the service that I am trying to offer, okay? And then you have number four, how can I be an asset to my business? Again, how can I be an asset to my business? You know, am I being an ambassador for my business? Am I seeking out new collaborations? Have I created a power team of people that can help me shorten my learning curve and push things faster? How can I be that asset? And then lastly, number five, in the five questions of business leadership. Am I investing in myself and my business? And I want you guys to focus on three core areas in this question of am I investing in myself and my business? Uh, number one, I want you to focus on your health and wellness. How are you investing in your health and wellness? And then B, I want you to look at marketing and advertising. Do you have a budget? Because trust me, we are long gone out of the out of the the mode in internet world in the internet world where only organic marketing will work for you right it's getting harder and harder to organically market uh, more challenging than ever to organically market. It's not impossible, but it takes a much longer time to generate results. And when you're trying to make money, when you're trying to accomplish your, your sales goals, you're trying to generate new leads, that means you've got to put some dollars into it, right? And then lastly, in the third thing that you need to be looking at as you look at the question, am I investing in myself and my business, is are you investing in personal development and coaching? I can tell you that I have seen such phenomenal growth in my business, in Women About Biz and all of the other things that I am doing. I have seen so much growth in what I am doing. And, and now my coaches are working with me on really better structuring and eliminating those things that really are not working, those things that I've been holding on to, I'm letting them go. And one of the things that I did this weekend um, is that I really went back over my cash flow and I really uh, went back over a list of all of the things that I was subscribing to, and I was able to eliminate more than 50% of all of those subscriptions and be able to take that money and put it towards marketing. 
And so I encourage you guys to ask yourself these questions as often as you need to. Why is that? Because when you consistently do something, when you consistently ask yourself these questions and hear them over and over again, which is why I read them every Monday and discuss them, then you are going to be able to develop habits that bury in your subconscious mind, and then that helps you to create an automated process of being a leader, of being the right kind of CEO for your business. So again, make sure you jot those questions down. Make sure that you ask them of yourself as often as you need to. Next coming up, I'm going to go ahead and read from the book. Success is Easy by Debbie Allen. For those of you who have the book, you can follow along with me. I am on page 85. Uh, Ask for what others won't. I love this this, uh, section right here. The author goes on to say, you can't afford to sit back and overanalyze the details of your request or make excuses for why someone might say no. The word no doesn't intimidate successful people. Let me read that again because we all need to be hearing this, right? She says the word no doesn't intimidate successful people. Success in business is tied to a willingness to ask for what others want. Since successful people know how to ask respectfully, you will be respected. People will answer your questions and go the extra mile to help you because successful people want to support other successful people. To get what you want, you need to learn to ask for it even when it might feel uncomfortable. Choosing success also means choosing to live a life of discomfort much of the time. You must do things that make you feel uncomfortable, especially when you believe the potential rewards are worthwhile. For success to find you, don't waste time and energy worrying about what could go wrong. Focus on the positive outcome may result in getting more than you expected. Next, she says, asking for help cultivates success. While asking for help may appear challenging at times, it makes you stronger, more successful, and more confident. Asking is a brave act, especially when it's a big ask. When you learn to bravely ask without worrying about getting turned down, you may receive amazing rewards, she says. If you get a no even when you do everything right, that means you shouldn't take it personally. Asking for help shows others that you trust their ideas, believe in their competence, and respect their advice. You have the power to appreciate the value of the people you surround yourself with. Recognizing someone's value can come in the form of asking for help. If you don't ask, you'll never know how much business and success you miss. For example, instead of asking for their business, you might wait for a potential client to get back to you because you don't want to appear too pushy. But what if that prospect assumes you're not interested in building a client relationship and give their business to someone else, all because you didn't bother to follow up? People respect those who follow up. Now, I'm going to stop right here quickly because this is something that happens often with a lot of business women. Uh, it could be because you're introverted. 
It could be because um, you're nervous or you're procrastinating or you're in paralysis analysis. You're just thinking and trying to analyze it too much. But we need to realize that follow-up is our responsibility, hands down. No other way to look at it but that. Follow-up is our responsibility. And so if we talk to a, a generate a lead and then we actually talk with the person or connect with them in some way, and then we, we tell them that we're going to get back with them or we need to follow up, then that follow-up belongs to us. We cannot allow ourselves to procrastinate and say, well, if they're interested, they'll call back. And that's exactly what she's saying, is that if you don't ask for the business, if you don't follow up and you're thinking in your mind that the person will get back with you if, they really, uh, if they're really interested, well, that's a real cocky attitude to have in the first place, right? And you don't want to do that. So I really, really love this. And so now she says, let's walk through a few best practices for asking. She says, ask before the window closes. Often you have only a small window of time to ask your question. So you may only get one good shot at it. When this happens, you must be ready to make your ask before the window closes. When is the best time to ask? Probably right now. Waiting for the perfect moment means you will probably never ask. Start out by asking easy questions. Make the request short to the point. Poise simple, well-timed requests, providing just enough information so the other person can best determine how to respond. Don't get bogged down in too many details. Asking is simply making a choice. You can't know someone's answer to a question you haven't asked. So why try to figure it out beforehand and talk yourself out of asking? Deciding to ask is simply making a choice. When the ask is tied to your goal setting, you know where you want to go. You are just looking for guidance to support your decision. Get to the point and keep the question brief. Successful people are good decision makers. Most have limited time and a short attention span, so they appreciate it when you are equally decisive and get to the point quickly, right? Here's the second method she talks about. Don't be an ask whole. Okay, that's A-S-K-H-O-L-E. She says an ask whole is a person who asks for your opinion yet never uses your advice. They often do the opposite of what you said to do. Ask holes sometimes ask questions for the sake of asking questions. They are big time wasters. Ask holes don't value your feedback or your response. They disappear into a dark hole because the asker ends up doing things the way he planned to all along. No one likes that. Ever have someone ask you, can I pick your brain? Asking in this way is annoying and ineffective because the question is too general, self-serving, and often a waste of time. I, I actually hate that term, can I pick your brain, because it's like someone is saying, can I take advantage of you, not pay you for what you're worth, because I'm not really valuing that. I'm just worried about what I can get out of you. Can I, can I do that? Can you... Can you allow me to take advantage of you and just step all over you like a rug and, and give me what I want? But I'm never going to pay you for it. And I may not even do half the things that you talk about. And that's exactly what she's saying right here. Don't be an ask 
whole. Really very important for us to pay attention to that. And she says, even when people ask you, can they pick your brain, she says, instead, give some context on why the ask is necessary. For example, a mutual business associate said, you would be a good resource to give me some helpful advice on. She said, be sure to give more details on the specific topic. Communicate clearly and ask effectively. This way of asking comes across as a more focused and respectful way. When you ask for someone's advice, find a way to put it into action fast. If you start making excuses about how the advice won't help or you create a negative thought around it, you won't take advantage of something that can turn into the perfect solution to the problem or challenge. By not following through, you will never know what is possible. Wow. Wow. This really brings to mind the five questions of business leadership that I, that I repeat at the, the beginning of the show every, every Monday. And um, I liken that to these questions because I know that if you guys ask yourselves these questions and if you answer them and carry it out and put some action behind it, you're going to see some huge changes in your results, some positive changes, okay? She says, again, when you ask for someone's advice, find a way to put it into action fast. If you start making excuses about how the advice won't help, you create a negative thought around it. I want you guys to think about that, okay? How you can take something that can be so positive and turn it into something negative simply by not using it, by not putting it into action, okay? Very, very key here. Okay, so the next uh, method she talks about in asking for what it is that you want. She says, be a good listener when asking. You build better business connections and more meaningful conversations when you take the time to listen. Everyone wants to be heard. Listening also requires you to get comfortable with silence. Don't formulate your response before listening to the other person's answer. People feel respected when you really listen. When you feel heard, you form better relationships and communication flows freely. Ask questions, explore the answers, and respond. Listen for both what is said and what isn't. Pay attention to body language. Having a deeper awareness of your asking opportunity enhances your ability to make more appropriate requests. Pay attention so you know when to ask for more. Listen to what people are saying and notice when someone anything. This skill translates into other situations as well. When you master the art and skill of listening, you show powerful self-confidence, patience, support, and control. One of the best ways to become masterful at the ask is to become a good interviewer. Ask questions that will help you understand the other person's situation and then concentrate on listening to her response. When you allow the person you are asking, like a prospective customer, to do most of the talking, you can take notes on the comments. You have time to think about how you will best respond instead of interpreting and interrupting with useless chatter. Listening allows you to remain focused and hear the unique problems or concerns of your prospects. Your goal should be to get better at recognizing what questions you need to ask of whom and for what. When you master that, you'll find asking is easy, okay? 
You can learn, she says, to become masterful by studying others who are already masters of the ask. Pay close attention to how they bravely, respectfully, and powerfully make requests to create win-win opportunities. This is so very, very important. And I'm going to continue on on next Monday with the importance of the ask. ASK. I'm going to be talking about that more and continuing on to read in the book, Success is Easy, Shameless No-Nonsense Strategies to Win in Business. Such an excellent book. Uh, And I, again, want to encourage you to add it to your success library. Now, I've had some people to ask me before in the past few shows, what's a success library? A success library is basically a compilation of books, audios, white papers, ebooks, reports that you you have them in a folder, perhaps in your Google Drive or perhaps in a document folder um, entitled success library. And you you, pro- you can probably even subcategorize your success library, have subfolders into different topics, whether it's sales, marketing, generating leads, growing my mailing list. You know, you can have different folders in your success library, you know, uh, books to read, all kinds of of subfolders you can have in your success library. But the big thing is, is that you can go to it time and time again and take advantage of it um, because you have focused, structured, and organized a success library for yourself. So consider creating a success library for yourself if you have not, okay? And uh, I know there are many of you listening who still like um, the old-fashioned bookcase with books and different things. I know that I do. I still love touching books. As a matter of fact, the book Success is Easy. I have it on my Kindle, but I also bought a hard copy of the book as well. So, um, you know, whether it's a hard copy book, whether it is in your Kindle, or whether it's in your success library folders on your computer or your iPad, notepad, you know, have a success library, something that you can go back to for inspiration, motivation, knowledge, um, on different topics to, to again, bring uh, ready recollection of things that you've already heard and learned, but you want to refresh yourself with them. I do it all the time. And so, again, I want to encourage you to do that. It's 1237 after the hour. Thank you for joining us and tuning in. This is Trina Newby. I'm a host of Successful Woman Radio Show and also the founder of WomenAboutBiz.net. By the way, guys, if you haven't visited WomenAboutBiz.net, make sure that you do. Uh, we've got some good reads in our blog uh, that I know that you're going to want to uh, take advantage of and read, and so definitely make sure you visit us uh, just to give you some of the topics we've got uh, lately in the blog. We've got closing the sale. What's your ratio? A lot of people love this article. uh, And so if you're interested in knowing more about how a better way to close the sales and understanding uh, what what the closing ratio is and why it's important for you to know what yours is, this is definitely an article you will want to read. Uh, Also, I wrote an article uh, recently called are you in to-do list hell? Again, are you in to-do list hell? And this article is talking about the complexities of to-do lists. 
you know, really keeping up with your task and all of the things that you have to get done? And how can you simplify that, right? Then I have uh, another article that's a favorite of a lot of people, how to build your business referral system. This is how do you extend bringing in more business to yourself with the people that are already in your tribe? You know, well, you can create a business referral system. And this article talks about building that referral system for yourself. You also may want to check out the diamonds are in your own backyard. This is a time-tested and proven article uh, that I rewrote and strengthened it with more information. And you know how you have heard the saying that diamonds are in your own backyard, um, uh, but you really don't necessarily know what does that mean. That saying really is saying that whatever you need to be successful, really, it's all around you. It's already there. It's in your own backyard, right? You don't have to go out looking for it. It's there. But what you need to know is how to harvest and how to mine the diamonds, right? You need to know how to do that. And so that's what this article is about, and the diamonds are in your own backyard. And then, of course, if you're looking for uh, financially a way to uh, get your business credit up and going, building your business credit, then you definitely want to read the article, 10 Ways to Build Your Business Credit. Again, 10 Ways to Build Your Business Credit. Now, usually the rule of thumb also is that if you are planning to really have a great holiday campaign and figure out what it is that you want to do for the holidays, you don't wait until a month before the holiday season to start doing that. Believe it or not, you start doing it now. The retail stores have already ordered the products that are going to be on the shelves for the holiday season, right? Um, And they have already started their marketing. Marketing companies, PR companies have already started writing the advertisement and the copy for the holidays. So you need to be doing the same thing. And one of the articles in the blog that I have that um, I took a lot of time with wanting to explain to you properly how to, how to do a holiday campaign, it's called Five Ways to Market Your Business During the Holidays. And that article is in the blog. And then there's five areas you need to evaluate, right? And so um, we are talking about that now uh, as we look at what is it that we need to focus on in July. And so, again, I really want to encourage you that if you have not gone to Women About Biz and joined uh, at the minimum as a free member, I want you to go ahead and go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on join today and click on free membership and get your signed up, okay? Get signed up. I'm so excited uh, for all of the people that have joined recently. Thank you so much if you're one of them, and you will be able to really learn what our family of businesswomen are all about, learn how we support businesswomen and all of the different things that we do. So again, make sure uh, you go to womenaboutbiz.net and become a free member today. I also want to remind everyone that if you have not joined our community on Facebook, please make sure that you do. Uh, That is facebook.com forward slash groups with an S forward slash women about biz all spelled together, and you will be able to go and request access. You can also, from the website womenaboutbiz.net, you can also go ahead and click on community in the top right menu bar and join from there as well, and then we will add you 
um, to the group or send your request to be a part of the group. So again, I just want to make sure that you uh, know and understand a lot of the things that are happening over at Women About Biz and what we have in store for you. Hey, ladies, I want you guys to mark your calendar. Yep, mark your calendar. Uh, I'm going to give you the date right now for Smart Business Women Set Goals. We are launching our new edition of that book. We've I finally finished. So um, definitely, I'm so glad that I'm through with this book and and that I am now able to sh- to actually share it. Mark your calendar for Wednesday. July 21st at 7.30 p.m. Again, mark your calendar for Wednesday, July 21st at 7.30 p.m., where we will be doing a webinar on Smart Business Women Set Goals. Uh, I'll be talking about the importance of why you need to understand the power of goal setting, why you need to be applying it in your life, and I want to share with you some of the principles and techniques that I have been using uh, that have created incredible success for me uh, as I learn to be proactive and become a queen of goal setting. So definitely mark your calendar July 21st at 7.30 p.m. I think my virtual assistant is going to be getting that information up on the board um, today in the event calendar. So stay tuned, but make sure you go ahead and mark your calendar for that so that you can participate in this free webinar that we are giving. And um, definitely you want to be a part of that. I am sharing my heart and soul on some techniques and some principles that I know you will need to be able to see some growth for yourself as well. I want to go ahead now and talk about, as we have looked at number one, and five things every businesswoman should be thinking about in July, I want to go ahead and I want to talk about the second thing that you need to be looking at. So I talked about number one was to take an assessment of your business, right? Take an assessment of your marketing, take assessment of generating leads, take an assessment of your website, you know, take an assessment of all of those things that actually uh, get people into your front door so that you can close the sale. Take a look at that. Take a look at your sales goals. You know, what do you need to do? What didn't, What sales goals did you not meet or did you meet and what do you need to know to make do more of it or change it, right? And so definitely the first thing you need to do this month is take an assessment. Now, hopefully you guys put that into action because this is what I want you to understand, okay? When I give you each of these five things throughout the month, I'm I'm expecting you on the Monday that I give it to you, I'm expecting for you to block some time out and put something into action, okay? Last Monday, I recommended that you go ahead and schedule a couple of hours to really start looking at what you needed to take assessment of and what needed to be improved upon or changed. And so hopefully you did that. If not, get to it, okay? Here's number two. I want you guys to focus on activities that create results, okay? Focus on activities that create results. So what does that actually mean, okay? Well, one of the things that you need to understand is that focusing means that you need to pay attention, 
You need to pay attention to. And there are so many things that grab our attention throughout the day that sometimes by the end of the workday, we really have not focused on the things that matter most, which is why a lot of people are sharing with me that when it comes to Friday, they are not really getting their work done. That when it comes to Friday, they are not they they cannot add the money up. They you know the money's not there. They're having issues um, with even having gotten the task done, and they don't have leads coming in. Okay. So what I want you to do is I really, really want you to focus on some things. So I'm going to give you some questions that you need to be asking yourself, okay? And um, I'm taking this straight from my planner. I have a digital planner that I use now that I really love called My PA, My Personal Assistant Planner. It's a digital planner, and uh, this is this is uh, a part of my GoodNote system on my iPad. That's for another time. But uh, to combat a lot of paper that I was still finding on my desk, I I was trying to figure out why was I doing that. And I realized it's because I still, I'm from old school. I still like writing with a pen. So my, my coach helped me to come up with a solution, which was to get a digital Apple pencil and get a digital planner that still allowed me to write my notes, right? I absolutely love it because when I write my notes, it converts itself into typewritten notes that I can then copy and paste in my client's uh, note note folder. I can copy for myself, so it's really, really great. But that's for another time. I'll finish telling you about it at another time. But what I want to do right now, as we look at, right, as we look at focusing on activities that create results, these are some questions that you have to ask yourself, okay? Um, and you need to be able to ask yourself these questions. You, you will learn if you're focusing on all the right things, by the way, if these questions can be adequately answered. Here's the first question. How many sales did you make this week? Okay. Here's the second question. How many new email subscribers did you get? Here's the third question. How was your social media growth? With every new follower, you are introducing your product to a new person. How, how was your growth on Facebook, LinkedIn? You know, did you get new followers to your fan page? You know, or did you get a lot of people asking you to be a friend? Okay. What goals did you not achieve this week? Okay. What do you need to do to achieve these goals, right? Do you need to read more, research, have more time? You need to get some training. You need to outsource to delegate. What is it that you need to do to accomplish the goals, right? What were your achievements, okay? What worked this week? What didn't work this week, okay? And then lastly, what are you grateful for this week? Okay, because gratitude is such an important part of being successful. So I want to repeat it one more time. Okay, here we go. Number one, how many sales did you make? How many new email subscribers did you receive? How was your social how was your social media growth? How many new how many people asked you to be their friend? Right? Um, how many people started following your fan page? Okay. 
What goals didn't you achieve, meaning you had them as goals, but you didn't make it happen, okay? What do you need to do to achieve these goals? You need to find that out, right? Very, very important. Very, very important. Okay, what were your achievements, big or small? It doesn't matter. What worked for you this week and what did not work, right? And lastly, what are you grateful for this week? Now, if you can adequately answer those questions with positive answers, okay, then you're on track. But if you didn't, then you need to focus on the activities that create results. And these that I just read to you, these questions, asking you those things, reviewing, reflecting on these questions, this is what you should be focusing on. Remember, in the five questions of business leadership, you know, it's, it's like I pointed out to you that three of the goals that you have to have every week is you have to look at are you marketing, are you generating leads, are you making sales, why? Those are the, those are the core of being in business. It's the core. And if those things aren't happening, then why are you so doggone busy? What, what are you doing, right? And so these, these questions that I'm, I'm sharing with you right now, this is for you to have like a weekly reflection as well. And so this is why I chose that the second, okay, the second question of five things every businesswoman should be thinking about in July is, are you focusing on activities that create results? Okay, you can improve your focus on the day to day uh, on day to day activities you do best and from which you produce results. But if you don't, you're going to create higher stress levels and burnout because you're going to be busy being busy. Right. When you spend your time and energy doing the business tasks you're brilliant at and allow others like your subcontractors, like your virtual assistants to do the rest, you reap huge rewards. Okay. Very, very important. So, again, make sure you're focused on the activities that create results, okay? Very, very important. Well, we've come to the end of the show. I hope that you guys have truly enjoyed it. I want you to remember to mark your calendar for the 21st, which when we launch Smart Business Women Set Goals. So very, very excited um, about this this ebook. Um, I think it is going to help a lot of people. Um, it was indeed a web. It started out as a webinar. And now it is a webinar plus an ebook. So definitely want you guys to um, pay attention to the date, the 21st at 7:30 p.m. And then don't worry if you're connected to me. If you if you've joined as a free member, or, or if you are a member, or if you are in the community, you're going to get the information to register for the event coming up on Wednesday, the 21st. As always, I am wishing you such a productive and abundant week this week. Stay focused on the activities that create results, right? And you're going to make a change. You're going to make a difference in your business and your finances. Talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.